on episode 625 of the 40 plus fitness podcast, we have the fourth part of a six episode series on building the best you. This episode is recorded to stand alone. However, you'll get more value if you listen to the previous episodes, 622, 623, and 624 in order first. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 625. Have you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness? The 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. Each week, we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Coach Allen. I'm an NASM certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, performance enhancement, and fitness nutrition. A Precision Nutrition Level 1 coach, a FAI certified functional aging specialist, and an OTA Level 2 online trainer. Each week, I'm joined by our co-host, Coach Rachel. She is an NASM certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. Hi there, I'm Coach Allen. If you're over 40 and struggling to shed those extra pounds, I'm here to tell you that there's a better way, a path to lasting weight loss and a healthier you. I understand where you are all too well. You've tried countless diets and exercise programs that promise quick fixes, only to be disappointed and left feeling defeated. It's frustrating, and at times, you probably feel a little hopeless. Even when you manage to lose some weight, it comes right back when you can't stick to the strict diet or intense workouts. I'm here to offer you something different, something that actually works. It's not a fad diet or a miracle pill. It's not a cookie cutter workout program. It's a transformative journey toward a healthier, happier you. Imagine yourself 15, 30, or even 65 pounds lighter, full of energy and living life to the fullest. Does that sound like the journey you'd like to take? Well, I'm here to guide you every step of the way. I'm currently holding open enrollment for what I can best describe as a weight loss experience. You'll work directly with me to build a plan that's right for you. And I guarantee that you'll lose all the weight you want and build a lifestyle that will help you keep it off. But time is of the essence. The enrollment period for this life-changing weight loss coaching program ends on December 31st. I'm also limiting it to 20 participants. With what it will take for me to do this with you, I don't foresee another open enrollment for quite some time. Don't let another year slip away. I want you to take action right now. If you're ready to invest in yourself, to break free from the cycle of failed attempts, and to finally achieve the results you've been longing for, email me, coach at 40plusfitness.com. Remember, you don't have to face this challenge alone. With the right guidance, support, and accountability, your weight loss goals can become reality. Email me today, coach at 40plusfitness.com, and let's make 2024 the year you lose the weight and transform your life. Hey, Raz. Hey, Alan. Nice to see you again. Yeah, yeah, a whole two minutes. Right? Uh, yeah, but I do, I do have another thing I just kind of wanted to talk about uh, this mm -hmm. week is um, 
I have this little office <laughs> and, and so I use it sometimes because it's just really hard for me to be at Lula's uh, at times and mm -hmm. things going on and Tammy pokes her head and says, Hey, can, and then she realizes I'm recording. So that happens a lot. If I'm here, oh, boy. <laughs> um, I seem to be needed a lot more when I'm here than when I'm not. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I don't know if that's true need, um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I do, I do have this little office and, you know, I've had problems with the Wi-Fi there for a long, long time. And it's one mm -hmm. of those things. I don't know what the problem is, but basically you reboot the router and mm -hmm. it works for a short period of time, sometimes five minutes, maybe an hour. And then oh, it goes no. down again, which is not good when you're recording an interview. No. And so it's happened to me a few times. And so I can't rely on the Wi-Fi, and I keep calling them and they're like, well, we were there just reboot it. And it works. I'm like, that doesn't work when you're on a call and you fall mm -hmm. off the call. That's fine. If you're writing a, a letter, an email, and you save mm -hmm. the email on your computer and then come back later, but that doesn't work for running uh, calls and everything else. So anyway, there's that. And then there was the, my neighbors downstairs had a problem with their plumbing. So they just turned it off. Oh boy. So I didn't know this and I flushed the toilet the night before, the evening before when I left and I came in the next morning and, oh, I got to go. So I sat down and um, had a nice go of it. Um, and then there was no water in the toilet. Oh my gosh. So I'm taking the drinking water off my fountain and I'm flushing the toilet with it. And I'm thinking, oh. okay, well, it, it'll come back on. We had rain. It'll come. Nope. And so here I'm oh like two goodness. days later and I'm like, I finally, I, I messed her and I said, okay, look, um, Wi-Fi is still doing what it was doing. And there's no water. <laughs> I haven't had water for two weeks now. And she's like, oh, because I just decided I wasn't going to go to the bathroom at the office, which is kind of also uncomfortable mm -hmm. uh, to spend a whole day in the office and not actually go to the bathroom. But because I wasn't going to keep using that drinking water because that get pretty expensive. Well, yeah. Because I used Jeez. almost a whole five gallons to flush the toilet. Um, anyway, so I just I just said, okay, you know, I told her, I said this whole, so I've been in the market for a new space and there's mm -hmm. a, a guy who's retrofitting a, a building he bought and he's going to have office space. And so I went over there today to see it and it's going to be nice and it's, it's on a quieter street and it's, uh, nice. it's going to be bigger than what I had before. Uh, so don't tell Tammy, but I'm, I'm thinking about buying a rower. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> I have a, I have a walking treadmill in my office. And so oh, nice. now, now I think I'll have a, a rower, um, in there if I, if, if I get it set up the way I want. Cause I was looking at the space and I'm like, I can put a rower in here. Sure. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> How fun. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's a, it's Good. probably a couple, it's a couple months away because they, they, they gutted the building and they still have to, you know, build out and they got the electrician coming in. And it's the same contractor that did the work at Lula. So he works, um, he's good, but, um, paced. Oh, <laughs> you know, next in a couple of weeks, we're in a week or so, we're going to talk about pace, but, uh, he's, he's definitely minivan material, Oh but boy, he gets there, he gets there. So that's all good. good, but it's, it's a couple months away, but I'm pretty excited to kind of have a, a meeting of minds with the, the landlord and nice uh, planning to be probably be moved in there by the I'm guessing sometime in April. Awesome. Well, it'd be nice to have a, a space where you can focus on your interviews and not be distracted. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So how are things up there? Good. You know, I um, mentioned to you early this year, my thyroid is out of whack and I was trying so hard to get it back together and I just wrecked it again. I, um, 
I had a little bit of a head cold and what I normally do to reach, I reach for Sudafed and a decongestant, mucinex, those types of things, but I didn't read the label and I didn't realize that people with thyroid disorder should not take those types of decongestants yeah. and I just made it worse. I'm so mad, but I've been reaching for those types of decongestants all of my life. It is such a habit. I got to get used to having a thyroid, knowing that I have a thyroid disorder and paying closer attention to drug interactions. And I'm, I'm just so mad that I set myself backwards. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's unfortunate. I hope you were mm -hmm. able to work through this, yep. but we we've become a drug culture and by a drug mm -hmm. culture, I don't mean everybody's, you know, hitting the reefer and Coke and crack <laughs> and everything else, but mm -hmm. we turn to pills. We turn to pills here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a headache yesterday. And I'm like, so I just need to drink more water and electrolytes. And I did that. Mm -hmm. I did that Good. all day long. Mm -hmm. And then last night I woke up and my head was still hurting. And oh. I'm like, okay. So I, I actually this morning took some ibuprofen. I haven't, mm -hmm. I got to thinking as you were talking, I can't tell you the last time I took any medication. That's really good because that, then you won't have a tolerance for it and yeah. it'll actually work when you yeah. take it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, any medication, like even through yep. COVID, when I had COVID, mm -hmm. I didn't mm -hmm. take any medications. Um, cause I never felt like I was in that place, but mm -hmm. you know, going, going, uh, basically what was 36 hours with a headache. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. Cause I, I'd slept. I went, I was tired. I went to bed about, I guess, eight 30 last night, woke up about mm -hmm. two. Woke up about two. So that's not nearly enough sleep for me, but I was like, okay, my head hurts. And I'm, I, I said, I'll just get up. Mm -hmm. um, that's part of the reason why the, uh, I'm launching the 10,000 club today was because I sat up this morning for a couple hours, um, doing that before I went back mm -hmm. to bed and, and had another couple good sleep cycles. Um, so I'm wet, I'm well rested now, but uh, I got some work done. My head doesn't hurt anymore, Good. But, but really that's the first time I've, I've taken any medication at all. And if you're, you know, things are going to go wacky in our bodies. So it's, I'm not mm -hmm. saying you should never be on medication because there obviously are times when you just need to be, it's necessary, but too many yep. times we turn to the medication as like the, just the habit. Mm -hmm. oh, it this is hurts. Mm -hmm. take this. I oh, know exactly happened, what to do. Do this. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's just one of the things of just, just like with, with mindless eating, mm -hmm. let's not mindless, mindlessly medicate. Yeah. Right. You know, well, you, you had a great strategy, Alan. You said you drank a lot of water. Mm -hmm. You had some electrolytes. You did all of the things that you could possibly do to strengthen your body, to make it feel better, to fight that, that headache. And that's a fantastic strategy. And when worst came to worst, if it wasn't working, then an ibuprofen would have been fine. I mean, and especially if you don't have a tolerance for you, a very small amount of ibuprofen would work effectively. Yeah. But yeah, I, I need to do that, but also pay attention to the drug interactions for where my body is today. And that is a dysregulated thyroid and menopause. Yeah. So I, I need to pay better attention to, to what I do to treat those types of symptoms. All right. Well, yeah. are you ready to get back into this uh, six-part series of building yes. the best you? Awesome. All right. This is part four of a six-part series, building the best you. Now, I, I'm recording this to be a standalone episode, but it's really going to be in your best interest if you listen to all of them in order. Uh, that way you kind of get the, the gist of where we're going with this whole thing. So it's a six-part series, um, and this is part four. Now, up until this time, 
Uh, we've dreamed, aspired, surveyed, and planned. We know what our best will look and feel like, um, and we have a good sense of how we're going to go about doing it, including some milestones that we expect to see along the way. So now it's time to break ground. Now, as you recall, my neighbor uh, is building a bar and restaurant across the street. Now, this guy, Tommy, he had huge plans, huge dreams, uh, and um, he used to talk to, him, uh, talk to me about it all the time. So he would go out there and he would, he would string out an outline of the building um, and then he'd walk away. He wouldn't clear anything. He wouldn't do anything. And then months would go by and there'd be no progress. Um, and uh, if we didn't send people over to clean up the property, so we, our guests would use the property from time to time uh, to access the water. If we didn't send people over there, all this trash would collect up. The, everything would grow up. So we would send uh, a, a guy over about once or twice a month just to keep it cleaned up and and looking decent. Uh, keep the city off of him uh, as well because Tommy lived in a different city. But uh, at some point, um, he did start to show back up. And so this was the point where he broke ground. And so... Um, this is this is a big shift uh, as you go into this. And uh, in construction lingo, where we call this breaking ground, uh, a couple things to think about. One, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't start. We, we can do all the planning and all the mindset work in the world. And it's important not to skip those. So, you know, the, the things we talked about in the first uh, three episodes of this um, of this series on uh, building the best you. Uh, you need to do those. You definitely need to have a dream. Uh, you definitely need to survey what's going on in your life and you need to have a plan. Uh, without that, you're, you're, you're going to have a whole lot of trouble, but at some point you, you just got to get started. Uh, but because we're over 40, uh, we've got to get started smart. Now, um, in the United States, they don't have that here so much, but in the United States, um, they do have a, a phone number. It's usually 811 in most, most areas where you would call and they would send someone out to make sure that you can safely dig. Uh, well, my neighbors apparently didn't, didn't do a lot of that stuff. Uh, they dug up a septic system when they were trying to lay their plumbing. But that said, you do at some point just need to break ground. You can't keep planning and waiting and holding on. You've got to start and you've got to start smart. So to do that, um, I've come up with an acronym, START, and that stands for Scheduled, Tender, Attainable, Relevant, and Tempting, okay? So Scheduled, by Scheduled, it's the first letter in the acronym START, you, um, you've got to block out time on your calendar. Uh, too many people will, will put a goal for themselves that they're going to go for a 30-minute walk every day. Uh, and they get to breakfast time and they didn't do their walk in the morning first thing and they get to the middle of the day, lunchtime, something comes up and they didn't get their walk in. After work, something went down. They were a little late. They were tired. Anything else could happen and they didn't get their walk in. And by then it's it's time to go to bed uh, or it's too dark and too you know raining or whatever. And they didn't get it done. Uh, so the first key to starting is you need to put on your schedule. Um, the best way I like to look at this is you are the boss of you. And if you scheduled a meeting with your boss, your boss had a meeting scheduled with you, you would be there and you'd be there every time. Uh, you're not going to disrespect your, your boss 
uh, and not show up for this meeting. So by putting it on your calendar, you're doing a few things. One is you are showing that respect to yourself. And that's really important here. The other thing that's happening is you're making sure other people can't step on your time because they will try. Uh, I always had my workout scheduled at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, this became my lunch hour. And I would tell people, even cl including my boss, that this was my lunch hour. Uh, unless I absolutely had to do something uh, beforehand, I wasn't planning to do anything during that hour but train. Uh, and I'd walk over to the gym that was basically about a block away, and I'd get my workout in. If he called me right beforehand, sometimes I ended up walking through C-suite uh, wearing my shorts, gym shorts and a T-shirt. Um, he might ask a couple questions. I'm like, I'm going to the gym to work out. Do you need this before, say, 4 o'clock? And if the answer is no, um, I'm headed to the gym. So make sure it's scheduled and make sure you stick to that schedule. The second one is Tinder. Uh, and by Tinder, I mean easy. Um, you shouldn't put a whole lot on yourself at one time. Too many people uh, will go in and say, okay, I'm going to change how I eat. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to do meditation. I'm going to go to bed by nine o'clock every night. I'm going to, and, and you start adding all these things up and it's just a lot. And that makes it too difficult. Uh, and in many cases, because there's so much to do, uh, we, we procrastinate and we don't get started. So make it something that you know you can do. Make it something that's generally easy. Um, and so find one or two things that make the most sense. Uh, I'm going to tell you, typically that's going to relate to nutrition and, and uh, movement, but find one or two things that make sense for you and do those things. Get it scheduled and do those two things. The next is make it attainable. Again, too often we're like, okay, well, I haven't done anything <laughs> for years, and now I'm going to go out and run three miles every day because I knew I could run three miles before I stopped doing everything. Uh, that's not that's not that's not going to work. <laughs> so make sure what you're doing is attainable. Make it something that you can do, uh, starting where you are. But when I say attainable, I don't mean something that's just so attainable that you could do it without really a sweat without any effort at all. Uh, it needs to be just on the edge of your comfort zone. So if we're consistently pushing ourselves just on the edge of our comfort zone, a little bit over most of the time, uh, that's where we're going to see growth. So when you're getting started, push yourself right up to the edge of your comfort zone. Um, and that's going to help you get uh, started and get results faster. Uh, the next is relevant. So if you told me that you needed to lose weight and I'm like, great. And your first action was to start meditation. Uh, I might have some questions. Now, it's not that meditation won't help you potentially lose weight, but it's obviously not the most relevant to weight loss. If you're not going to change the way you eat, no amount of meditation is going to help you. So as you look at what you need, make sure the, that what you're going to do, the actions are relevant to that dream. Remember, we had that big dream and we set that big thing up there and I want to be stronger. I want to I be more fit. I want to lose some weight and I want to fit in my clothes. I want to feel good. All those different things. Well, in many cases, as I mentioned earlier, the most relevant activities are going to be around nutrition and movement, particularly at the beginning. So make sure what you're planning to do is relevant to the, the goals and aspirations and dreams that you have. And then finally, tempting. And by tempting, I mean, it should sort of be fun and enjoyable. Um, 
it won't always be that way. There are times you're going to have to do some things that aren't all that fun and enjoyable if you're really going to make a fundamental shift in your health and fitness. But that said, it doesn't mean that this has to be all work and no play. Um, you, if you can find things that you enjoy doing and they help move you towards where you want to go, which at the beginning, uh, just to face it, uh, if we're out of shape, if we haven't taken care of ourselves, any movement is going to be good movement. So if you really enjoyed riding a bike, um, then get your bike out or buy a new bike, whatever you need, but make it something that's going to be fun and enjoyable. Uh, maybe something you can do with the family. So going on an evening walk with your family, your kids, that might be your thing. And it'd be tempting and be fun because now you're going to have family time that also invo involves you getting the ground broke, getting these things done. So just to kind of recap all of this, um, we're going to have these dreams and aspirations. We're going to know uh, what we're working with and we're going to have a plan. But until we get started, we're not going anywhere. So we have to break the ground. You break the ground by doing, but we want to do it in a smart way. So that brings up our acronym that your work and training and nutrition and everything should be scheduled. It should be a part of you and how you operate day to day. So putting on a schedule will help you do that and make sure you get it done. It should be tender, meaning you're going to start out with just a couple of small actions that you know you can do. And you're going to start with that so that you can get the ball rolling, break the ground. We're not going to go in there with heavy equipment and just start digging big holes in the ground. We're going to get a little spade shovel and we're going to dig a little bit just to get the, get the things moving. Okay. It needs to be attainable, which means it's stretching you. It's, it's right on the edge of your comfort zone, but it's something you know you can do. So you're not going to go from zero to running a 5k in a day. So don't plan your workouts to be a three mile run or walk. If you haven't done that before, make it something you can do. That's right on the edge of comfortable. Next, it needs to be relevant. So those big dreams and everything else we had, we want to be focused on things that are relevant. Uh, if you wanted to build that bar that my neighbor's building, uh, you know, and the first thing you need to do is to break the ground and clear, clear all the weeds and everything out of the way. Um, you know, that's relevant. But if you got out there and said, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to plant all these flowers in the front. Um, and you know, you're going to have work crews and everything else coming through there. Not the best time to do that. So make sure it's relevant to what you're trying to accomplish uh, and timely. And then the other thing is tempting. So there's no reason this can't be fun. You don't have to go out and do unfun stuff just to get where you want to go. There are going to be fun things you can do that will improve your fitness. So find things that are fun, find things that you enjoy. Uh, and that's going to help not only get you started right, but moving forward in the right direction and sticking with it. So I will talk to you with part four, part five uh, next week. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Ellen, breaking ground. That's really a great analogy for this whole um, six part series, but it's also, it's for me, equally nerve wracking as exciting. Like sometimes it's great to put everything on paper. It's a safe place to, to build your plan, to know what you want to do. But then again, there's that gap of actually doing it and getting started and taking action. It's exciting, but also nerve wracking sometimes. Yeah. Was, you know, and a lot of us do this, uh, you know, that's why New Year's resolutions uh, are such a struggle. In fact, well, we, we just, we just passed quitters day. Oh, right. uh, which is, well, the second, the second That's Friday, right. the second Friday in January is quitters day. 
I always and, forget that. And, and that's that's when people will will typically quit their New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. uh, because doing them is more painful than what they're getting from them or they feel like they're getting from them. So you run into your second full weekend of the year mm-hmm. and you want to go back to your old habits, your old uh, things. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it is that getting started. You've, you've set a really good framework for what you want and, and mm-hmm. how you're going to get it and the actions mm-hmm. that are necessary. Uh, and so now it's, it's just do, do the thing, <laughs> you know, yeah. we got to be smart about it because sometimes mm-hmm. we can be a little uh, aspirational on our goals. We can mm-hmm. say, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to run, 20 days this month, right? thinking, oh, well, that, that get every third day I'm off. Mm-hmm. Um, but then here you are, what, uh, you know, I guess we're sitting on, uh, what nine is uh, 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, and you haven't run yeah, twice. Twice, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the math doesn't work out very well. Right. Okay. Well, that, so th- that's, I was going to say, that's why the S in your acronym of start schedule is so critically important. You got to put down on your calendar the days you're going to work out, but also not overdo it, not over promise. Right. And and so if you know, okay, we're, we're doing this big project or I know I'm going to be traveling on Thursday and Mm -hmm. this and that, uh, move it around. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm at a very, very cool place in my, in my world and in my life. Um, I schedule my stuff, my, I call it movement and self-care. So it's not always mm-hmm. exercise. I'm not doing this exercise all that much, but I have six hours blocked out on my calendar practically every day of the week, mm-hmm. uh, just for movement and self-care. That's awesome. And so that's some, sometimes that's just getting outside and walking around. Sometimes sure. it's just sitting and it's not really, I'm not going to really call it meditation because it's not that organized, but it's just resting my brain mm-hmm. and saying, okay, you know, you know, here's my gratitudes. Here's this, here's that. And just kind of getting myself centered. Um, and then sometimes it's about batch cooking and getting things together there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and, may, and sometimes it's calling my mom, you know, um, or my daughter. Mm-hmm. And having that conversation, and so self care and, and and you know movement are important to me, and so I blocked out big chunks of time in my day to have that That's time, awesome. and yeah, it means every morning I have a blocked out period of time. No one can book anything else, and so if I want to go for a two hour walk, I go for a two hour walk. If I want mm-hmm. to lift weights in the afternoon, I can lift weights in the afternoon. Um, So it's, it's just one of those things where I've blocked out the time to say, this is my time. This is me. Okay. That's so important. You know, and I'm not going to say, you know, uh, I've talked to some trainers. We had them on one guy on is you are the most important person in your life. Mm -hmm. And so it's just that prioritization of if I don't have this self-care and movement time, I'm not going to be the best person I need to be for the people I care about. So Mm -hmm. this is an investment of time and effort that happens during these blocks of time, but you're right. It has to be on your schedule Mm -hmm. or or other things shouted out, you know, Mm -hmm. Oh, the phone rang. I was about to put my sneakers on and the phone rang. And so of course I picked it up. No, it's your schedule (laughs) says is sneaker time. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. They'll leave. If if it's important, they'll leave a message and there's nothing you're going to be able to do in the next 45 Mm -hmm. minutes to save the world. If it's a problem, you just, okay. You know, I know, well, you know who it is. I'm like, okay, they, you know, they may want to just talk. They may have a problem. 
uh, it might be worse, but there's absolutely nothing I can do to help them right now where I mm -hmm. am. They can leave a message. I can go sure. for my walk. And 45 minutes later, I get back. I listen to the message. Yeah. And then I answer it. I do, I do what I got to do then, but these blocks of time have to be solid and you have for to sure. hold yourself to them. And so this is just a part of the whole thing of mm -hmm. self-management. And if, if someone's working with me, they'll hear me say this over and over. Uh, motivation is not something that just happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. Motivation is earned. You have to do something. And sure. within the, the framework that I, I talk about motivation uh, we start with, uh, we often start with extrinsic things like the run group. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The run group runs at a particular time. Mm -hmm. Every okay? time, every, it's not, every week. It's not yeah. asynchronous. It's not asynchronous. It's not like you can just go out and run when you want to, and you're running with group. Mm -hmm. That's great. You can tell them after I just finished 45 minutes, or I know you did the challenge where everybody was trying to do a mile, at least a mm -hmm. mile every single day. And mm -hmm. that was wonderful. That was asynchronous, uh, mm -hmm. social and extrinsic, but um, a lot of these are not, you're going to meet someone at the gym. You're going to be there at a certain time. You have a trainer that you're going to meet at a certain time. You're there mm -hmm. that time. That's extrinsic. And that really helps you schedule this stuff. It does. But when it's just you doing the work, mm -hmm. that's when that intrinsic leader, you mm -hmm. CEO of your body mm -hmm. <laughs> makes the management decision. No. Yeah. Don't answer that phone, put on your mm -hmm. damn sneakers and get out the door. <laughs> well, that's so important. We do have to realize that we are the leader of our own schedule, but you know, Alan, I mentioned my thyroid's out of whack and I can't run the way I used to. I can't be an ultra marathoner like I was just last year. So that means I have to do the other things to get my, my thyroid and my body in shape so that I can get back to ultra running when my body is ready. So like you were saying, lifting weights is not my favorite thing to do, but I need to do it. I need to get into the gym. And so how important is this to me? Super important, which is why I'm going to go do the things that I need to do. And that's the same thing for um, everybody else out there. You just need to prioritize what is important to you and get to doing it. Yeah. And we can dive into that that topic about mm -hmm. thyroid and not being able to do what you want to do next week. That's true. That's, mm -hmm. that, is, that is, that is a big part of the, the, the process as we're going through this setting our foundation and then of course doing the construction. So over the course of the next two weeks, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Awesome. I, want you to, I want you to bring that back up. Absolutely. Glad to share. All right. So you have a great week and I will talk Thanks. to you next week. Take care, Alan. Thank you. you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we have the fifth part of the six-episode series on building the best you. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.